0: This is the after show for Monday Night Football. New York Jets took on the Arizona Cardinals. Did not fare too well. Stay tuned.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the
2: buzz begin.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Monday Night Football After Show, New York Jets at Arizona Cardinals. Was not a pretty game, guys. Not at all. Not a pretty game at all. But before we get into it, we have a special guest from the NFL Network show, Undrafted Season Three. We have Jeremiah Allison, former Washington State linebacker. Jeremiah, how you doing, man?
3: Pretty good by your show.
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good.
2: So, um, we want to talk to you about Jeremiah's on Season 3 of the show. And just briefly, we want to talk about the show. The show highlights players as they make their journey towards the NFL. And sometimes the road there um, has a few... Bumps and bruises, and you go off the written <laughs> course and so this season, Jeremiah's story is featured. So can you tell us a little bit how you got involved with the show, where you graduated from, and what were your expectations going into the draft this year?
3: Uh, well, basically, um, how I got involved with the show it was a uh, it was I always watched the show, but um basically it um, it was sent to me over email. And um, they basically said, you know, you should be a part of the show called New Drafted. So at first I was pretty standoffish just due to the name of it. Yeah, um, right. Because, I mean, that's the thing. Most of, you know, everyone's dream is to get drafted. But once, you know, Michael told me that I can, you know, share my story and inspire others, I was all for it. Um, So that's pretty much how I got involved with the show.
0: Now, I saw a video of your story for the people out there who are watching and don't know your story. Give a brief uh, rundown of what your story is and how you got to where you are today?
3: Oh, uh, well, basically just, you know, being patient, um, you know, working hard and, uh, you know, just first and foremost, keeping God first and keeping my mom's legacy alive. Um, that's, that's been a big thing of mine just to continue to grow and make sure that she's, you know, right there with me every step of the way. So you went
2: to Washington state university. You're a linebacker, Correct.
3: Yes, ma'am. I went to Washington State and played all for years. I started um, when Coach Leach first got there, so I'm part of Coach Leach's first class.
2: Okay, and so what were your expectations heading into the draft this year in the Combine? You were um, one of the top three linebackers from the regional Combine, so obviously um, the thoughts were that you would be with the team this season, and when it didn't happen, we get to see your journey from that point. What were the emotions that you were going through? How did you sort of – deal with having that let down or setback so early? Well, basically, I
3: mean, it's something that I'm, I'm not, you know, new to. Um, I mean, for those who know me in depth, you know, I didn't start right away when I got to Washington State. I, I was very patient. And uh, when I got my start, when my junior year came around, you know, I, I seized the moment I took full advantage of and ended up leading the, my team in tackles and, um, you know, being what fifth in the Pac-12 so I mean this isn't new to me so you know going into the draft uh, when I didn't hear my name called and I didn't get the phone call you know it was the the matter of wow is this it but you know I've been hearing good feedback from teams and one thing that I did was I made sure I prepared myself for life after football so I just recently took the LSAT September 24th and I get my scores back on Thursday
1: congratulations yeah good luck with all that and so are you still pursuing a career in the nfl or where are you with that
3: uh most definitely i mean my agent he's still working for me and you know he's getting good feedback from teams and teams are saying i'm on their short list however i mean that's something you really can't control so i mean my thing is i'm i'm preparing for longevity and uh, I let them handle that. But as far as training goes, I'm still training. I'm still working out. I mean, it's pretty much a lifestyle right now. I mean, I'm only 22 years old. So,
1: so <laughs> can you give us a little bit more information about the training? I mean, are you in the gym every day? Is it a couple yeah, of days a, a week? Yeah, I'm in the gym and,
3: every day. What
1: kind of, um, what kind of training are you doing?
3: Uh, I mean, right now, you know, so during the winter, that's when you get all your heavy lifting in. Right now, I'm just in shape and, you know, making sure I stay. and I pass the eyeball test pretty much.
2: So, if you were to have your pick of a team that you could go to right now where you think you can instantly help them this season, who would it be? Giants.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, you know, right now I would probably say either the 49ers, the Raiders. um, Anywhere where I'm needed, I'll play.
2: What is it about your game that you think would gel with those teams?
3: Uh, Basically, just my leadership and and, and the fact that I want to be coached and get better as a player. I mean, being that I've been away from the game for X amount of time makes you miss the game. So, I mean, one thing that i definitely bring to the table is that hard work and determination.
1: So, not just linebacker, could you fit in on special teams?
3: I would play anywhere. <laughs> yes, team player. Man, I mean,
0: I was watching some highlights of you uh, before I actually came in. You were a beast, man. <laughs> and you turned that Washington State program around because I, I, from what I know, they weren't anything to brag right. about. Up until recently, you guys won a bowl game last year. Am I correct? Right. So talk about right, exactly. that. Talk and about I, turning keeping
3: near, me. <laughs> keep <it> near <laughs>
0: me. Talk about turning around a, a, a program like that. And did you choose Washington State on purpose to build?
3: Yes, I did. Um, I mean, coming out, I had 15 offers, and um,
0: Dorsey Don. Shout out the guys, to the Don's. When,
3: when I when I take my visit with the guys down there, I fell in love with the place, and I went to Dorsey High School. So you know, right. we are rich in football tradition. So I was used to winning. So I wanted to go to a place and, and, and create a legacy and, you know, be remembered. And um, at Washington State, that's what we definitely did there.
2: Okay. Well, thank you for joining us. Undrafted airs Tuesday nights at 9, Nine p.m. on, on NFL the Network. NFL Network. And best,
1: best of luck in your continued yeah, I'm journey. Yeah.
0: Definitely going to be rooting for you. Keep in contact with us. Let us know how everything goes. Definitely. Almost definitely. Absolutely, man. I actually hope to see you on my squad, the Giants. We need uh, a good linebacking core. We haven't had one since uh, LT came through, but. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And as
2: a former Dorsey Don, briefly, um, (laughs) shout out to you. Got to give that Don love.
3: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Wait, when did you go there?
2: Um, yeah,
1: we can
2: just move <laughs> on to the next I mean, I topic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll
1: we talk definitely. about that off the air.
2: <laughs> we'll talk about that some other time, Jeremiah. Just, you know. Yeah, but we still have that love connection but, but thing, though. In all,
1: in all seriousness, thanks for uh, coming on the show, and good luck not just in your football career, but with the LSATs.
2: Thank you. Thank you for joining us.
1: All right, thank you very much.
2: Thank you. Go Cougs.
1: All right, guys. Jeremy Allison, what do you guys think? It's uh, good. It's, it's smart that... I like the thing I like the most about what he said is that he's preparing for life af- after football. Right. So while he's still pursuing that football career, he's making sure that he's preparing himself for other opportunities because that's what you got to do if, if you're in the NFL.
0: Yeah. I watched... I wasn't lying too when I said I watched footage of him cause just to prepare for the show and I was like, wow, this guy is really good. Like, <laughs> really effing good. I, I don't understand I, why some people get drafted, why some people don't, but... I think Undrafted, the show on the NFL Network, does a good job of showing the process and the reasons for it. And I I would watch the show. They're on season three, Undrafted. Tuesdays at nine, right?
2: Yes, Tuesdays at nine. They've won an Emmy for previous seasons. I think it's just, it's important to see that we hear the stories of so many guys that make it through and how hard it is to climb up. To hear about somebody who thought or had the expectation that they were going to be stepping onto the NFL field in a couple of months, what do you do? You know, how long do you keep after your dream before you start looking at a plan B? I saw one of the guys that was featured this season was like, he doesn't have a plan B. So, you know, it's something to think about because Will Smith said that. he never had a plan b because plan a had to work so right
0: and plan b is make plan a work right so all right guys let's get into the game Back to i the actually game. didn't allow us to introduce ourselves which is like hosting 101 we just
2: jumped in because we were really excited about our guests that was
0: terrible but uh
2: (laughs) let's do that now i'm
1: josh rodriguez you can find me on
2: twitter instagram at josh underscore
1: rodriguez underscore i'm jill Monroe. you can find me everywhere at stiletto jill i'm michael rip you can find me all over social media at mike grips m-i-k-e-r-i-p-s all right guys so the cardinals right
0: now they're up 28 to 3 they are it looks like that's how it's gonna end two minute warning
2: Run game, run game. That's David the thing of the night. David, I mean David. David such Johnson. A beast. Johnson must be a magic last name for the Cardinals the past couple of years. Yeah, because
0: Chris Johnson filled in for them admirably last year before he Did, got hurt.
2: 800-yard rushing, which was, you know, I know he almost had 2,000 yards a few years yeah. back with the Titans, but I think that that was pretty good of a comeback yeah, for him.
0: But um, Single-handedly I mean, tonight, David Johnson winning the game. But again, yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Guys,
1: looks terrible. Gino replaced him in the in fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. Yeah. Do you
0: guys think that's a permanent move? What well, do you think?
1: And funny enough, if we came on air, Gino threw an interception. Did he? In <laughs> oh, first my drive. goodness. And, uh, and since we came on the air, Carson Palmer got injured. Wow. So I don't know how serious it is, but he's out of the game now. Uh, probably probably not too serious. What do you, it, it said injury. It wasn't they pulled him because... Yeah, no. Something happened. Oh, man. It doesn't look
0: terrible, but... All right. Well, back to the Fitz question. Do you think the Gino replacement is for the
1: season? I think they got to do something. Yeah. I well, mean, the season is lost. They're one in five. Right. And Ryan Fitzpatrick has was been not awful. the answer. He, he he they struggled all off season trying to find a, a a deal that worked for both of them. They weren't committed to him, and they finally said, you know, we'll give you twelve million. And he's been horrendous. Yeah. Uh, some of the interceptions tonight were just disastrous, and just the 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 way he's playing. He instills no confidence in the team, and they they look like a dead team, the Jets. What do you think, Jill?
2: Um, basically, I have to agree with Michael. I think that um, they need an overhaul in the worst way, and I know that they just had one a couple of years ago, but their right. parts aren't gelling together. I expect a bit more from a defense under Todd Bowles, at least, yeah. and their defense is underperforming. I mean, if the run game is running you down like that— you have issues that are far-reaching, you know, yeah. and yeah. it's just sad for Jets fans. And actually,
0: you just led me into a segue because I was going to ask you guys about Todd Bowles. You know, he came in here for his defensive principles. I mean, a change-up from Rex Ryan, who was more more boisterous. And speaking of Todd Bowles, like, he's former Arizona yep. Cardinals defensive coordinator. Yep. I mean, he
2: and Bruce Aarons have a long yeah. history. That was his college coach. So. Yeah,
0: so he came in here. You would figured the Jets would be good on defense because that's his forte. And they've been terrible against the pass, too. I know you mentioned the run, but they've been awful against the past. It, well. In
1: fact, their their, their pass defense has been really terrible. But yeah. Their run defense has been pretty decent. Uh-huh. Uh Tonight, they're awful. Um, we'll stay, you, you put you the David board. Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. David Johnson's one of the top running backs in the game. Yeah. Uh, he can do it all, and he ran them over. He had 22 attempts for 111 yards, three touchdowns. Beast. fantasy yeah.
2: football. Longest um, run of his career on the first drive of the game. Was it 58 yards? That was his longest run? Yep.
1: Wow. His pro career. So, yeah. I mean, he's a young guy. I know. I just feel like I've... Can't come on the scene quickly. Yeah, I feel you like he's think. You would think maybe he'd have something longer. Like a seventy yard nope, or something like that. That was it. All right. He's a power back. He's one of those guys. there's not too many left of him where you, he's a three down back and he's a big dude. Of course. A, yeah. yeah. He's he's a beast. I have him as a top top three running back in the NFL. Yeah, I do too. Him, um, LeVion Bell and, and Adrian when he's healthy. And without Adrian you might have to say Ezekiel and you know, Elliot. Pfft. <sighs> It's uh, coming on strong. Yes, yes. The
2: Cowboys looked really good yesterday. We'll get
1: into that. We'll get mm. into that later. <laughs> well, can, can I talk about this game tonight and a trend that I'm seeing, not just Absolutely. on Monday night games, but Thursday night games? And two things. First, I think that the product, the, the game of football this season has been completely diminished. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing it, I think, a lot of times in primetime because you're focusing just on one game. When you watch the games on Sunday, if you're at a bar and you see all the games, you don't really see it as much because you have a lot of games going on and, and it's not like that. But when you watch one game at a time, usually these games in prime time, there's just too many flags and you don't even understand some of the flags. You don't know... Like tonight there was flags for... Pass- oh, I'm going to look that up right eight, now. They were, think- they were 17 combined last time yeah. I checked. And, and half the time you don't know what what is what. You don't know what the catches are anymore. The game isn't that fluid because of the flags and the whole product of, of football is is just not as good this season as it's been in the past. And I think this is a direct reflection of the commissioner and his dictator- dictatorship uh, ways in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Mike is coming with the hot takes every week. Well, I, mean, I think we're starting to see it, really, because if you watch, and we're starting to see it on Thursday Night Football what, that we recap, we're seeing it oftentimes on Monday Night Football. These games are not good. They're not exciting. And there's a lot of confusion on what's going on with why there's flags. I watch the game tonight; I don't know what's going on half the time. Well, like, why is one time it's pass interference and the other time it's not? Yeah. We saw this; it was a, they they did that on Sunday in uh, Seattle. They they missed a, a big call. Uh, we're seeing it all over the league, and I think it's because Roger Goodell has instituted so many different policies, and it's really affecting the way the viewer watches the game. And viewership is down this season. We have to talk about yeah, that. Ratings down. are down across, and the and board. a lot of people were double blaming digits, like Kaepernick and his stance on the there's national a, anthem. There's a lot of things, and and just because it's such a physical sport now that. People are starting to turn turn the, the TV off. It's not just because there's an election season, and I think it's just something to, to know. It's, I'd love to hear what people are, you know, if they're in the live chat or watching this at any point, what they think about it because it's a real thing. Yeah, and also the the whole idea of no one's able to celebrate anymore. Or do yeah, anything. it takes right. that fun yeah, out of everything. It's becoming it's 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 becoming a diminished product. It's not you know you don't notice it one day, but over time you can see that it's diminished. The games are not that good. I don't know if there's too many players, too many teams, but. It, we have, every every week really we're not getting good games in primetime. time. Yeah, it's, uh, even last night's the Sunday night game is supposed to be the big time game now, and that game was close, but it was terrible. It was terrible up until the last what two and a half. I minutes. mean, it was exciting because it was a tight game it at went the over. but at the end it took to yeah. But the gameplay, like yeah. the actual game of football, is not that good. Jill, what do you think? You feel the same way? Um, <laughs> Mike has the steaming
2: hot flames.
1: I, I got some more. Oh wow, just it.
2: I um, just—the product is going down. I mean, the outside issues aside, just what's happening on the field, I think that— I know the focus has shifted sort of to defense-minded teams, and I'm not exactly mad at that, but we know in theory that shit keeps scoring down, but that hasn't happened. So I just feel like there's a shift happening within the game as they try to adjust to things like with CTE, where do we hit them How right. You know, all those little things are playing a part in the game, sort of being broken down and not the game that the consumer has come to love. So I'm not really sure where it's going to end up at. I mean, obviously... People love football, so it's not going to disappear, but it's... I don't know. How do you guys feel about the season overall? Are you still enjoying the product when there is a good game on? Uh, Yes and no. I mean, I think a big reason why I still do is because
0: I love fantasy football, so every week's exciting for me. Even if it has nothing to do with the result of the game, I'm rooting for one of my players on my team. Like I do DraftKings every week, so I'll have a player on my DraftKings lineup who I'm rooting for, and I think that actually is Almost, I wouldn't say saving the league, but it's helping the league out a lot. And I wonder where it would be without that.
1: Oh, fantasy football has yeah. been one of the big drivers in the growth of football. And yeah. you're right because you don't need to have you, – your team can be bad, but now you have players you can root for. So you're absolutely right, right when you say fantasy football keeps you interested. It keeps me interested.
2: But just, players are resentful I of just, that.
1: I mean in general. Yeah, they the, are. Bes- bes- the players can't have fun. There's really not clear officiating. And it's really coming down to now, if you watch the games, it's really about quarterback play. If you have a quarterback, your team is good. If you don't have a quarterback, your team is not good. And that's a direct reflection of tonight in the Jets. Ryan Fitzpatrick, because they have players. Ryan Fitzpatrick has been awful, and they're not good. And they have good players. I mean, they have Matt Forte. They have Brandon Marshall. They, they they have guys that've gotten yeah, they have it people dark. on the defensive end too.
2: So um, well, kind of on that the Cardinal <laughs> excuse me, the Cardinals season has sort of been up and down. They've yep. not performed as as it, as expected, and they have a. Well, we hope they still have a quarterback after tonight, but they have a great quarterback. What do you attribute their struggles to this season?
1: Well, I think that he's not been great, and that's the thing. He's been great in past seasons, but he's been bad this season. And so, when he's been bad, they've been bad. Right. And I think even tonight, he wasn't. He, was he did. He did. An, he did. He had a good game tonight, yeah. but you saw that they ro- they rolled because they they were led they by their running Sonat. back. Yeah. Right. And they did that, and that got the job done. But. You see it across the league. Even look at Pittsburgh this weekend. They lost Ben Roethlisberger. They lost to Miami. I know he came back. He was injured. He for played a little, terrible, though. He and he was terrible. Game, yeah. but, but you can look around the league. The Cleveland. I mean, they don't have a quarterback. There's so many teams that they don't have quarterbacks. They're not Rams. competitive. Yeah. Oh, Rams. Shot at the Rams. They're 3 and
2: 3. They are. And it was really Jeff close Fisher. yesterday. Yeah. but Medi- you know.
1: Mr. Mediocre. As
0: are the Cardinals now. So the Cardinals. Cardinals are 3 and 3. Tie the Rams. Um, They are currently behind. I just had Seattle, a, uh, Seattle right? Yeah. Seattle's what?
1: Seattle's probably five and one now. Because they had a great one
2: yesterday. Over or maybe four and one if they had yes. So
0: Cardinals, I mean, this is a team that
1: a lot of people pick to go to the Super Bowl. I know I
0: actually picked them. I know we didn't have official picks, but they they were my pick
1: from the NFC to go to the Super Bowl. So I think that the Cardinals have righted their, their shit. So you think I think they're the they've gotten through a little tricky part where they started really slow and I think that they're starting to they're they're back. I, okay. I I'm not you know they got to fix some things but i thought that tonight's game they got to 500 and you saw that they relied on their young running back who's a stud and he played well and yeah. if they can continue that theme and incorporate the defense and get everything defense is back then yep. that's a team that we still got a lot of time in the season Yeah, well, they're still in 3 and 3 uh, they got plenty of time to get to get in the mix and be there, and I expect them to to maybe not win the division now, but to definitely be in the playoffs. Definitely a wild card team. Their I, the
2: schedule is sort of up; and they play the Seahawks next um, weekend, and then after that, oh, the Panthers. Game. You know, Panthers are done for the season. <laughs> and,
1: and that Seattle game is going to be in Arizona, huge. so that's yeah. a huge game, and I think Arizona will win that game. Okay. Well, Palmer needs to play. Yeah, he does. Agreed, yeah. but I, I think that because Seattle has their own issues at, at quarterback with Russell Wilson, but yeah, it's a little sorry. gimpy.
2: Um, Panthers, there's a bye week, and then they come back and play the Niners, and then the Vikings and Falcons. So
1: some tough ones in there yeah. for sure. Vikings, but, Falcons, Falcons,
2: Falcons back to back, and then Redskins who have you know they've turned picked it on. up. Yeah, yeah, they've turned on. So interesting. Their last two
0: games, they'll be fine after that. So closing thoughts. Th- closing thoughts on the game before we actually get into
1: our Week Six recap. You know, uh, overall thoughts. I think I, mean, I think everyone would probably say they're just impressed by David Johnson.
2: Very yeah. impressed by David Johnson. Dominating um, linebackers over 100 yards in the last five games. Beast. So He's a beast. You don't him. have him on your fantasy team. You ain't getting him because no one's going <laughs> to Right. <trade him>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a wrap. All right, guys. So let's what's, uh, what's review week six and go around the league. First, I'll start, you know, in Buffalo, Kaepernick got his first start, and, did not fare too well against the Bills. Bills beat the Niners 45-16. to 16.
2: How are we feeling about the Bills, though? They've turned it around since they fired their <sighs> offensive I'm coordinator. S- they're not sold on them. Impressive wins, though. They've yeah. had, some, I mean, dominating they, he wins. They beat the
1: Cardinals? They, they really have turned it on, and, and yeah. I was quick to, to think that this would be Rex's last season. I'm not sure it's not, but he's yeah. done a good job of turning that around. I'm surprised. But also, uh, LaShawn McCoy has been incredible. <laughs> Oh, did you One see how he danced all over
2: Chip Kelly? I think <laughs> that that was an extra little bit of zhush he, on
1: he's, Sunday. He's been electric, and if he can stay healthy and they can ride him, they have a, a good chance to be a playoff and contender. Tyrod's and Tyrod's solid, you know. He takes he care of the
2: ball.
0: He's he's mobile. B- Buffalo
1: he, has an interesting style of play, though, because they don't they, they kind of hit you with the big play, right? Or they have Lashawn. Like Tyrod's the type of guy that he's He throws a really nice long ball. Mm-hmm. And I know they don't have Sammy Watkins, but Marquise Goodwin, he's fast. And so they play a different type of, of, of game, Buffalo. But they've been getting it done lately. And LeSean McCoy, though. Amazing. He's been really, really I mean, good. And it had to feel really good, like you said, to dance all over Chip yes. Kelly's defense like that. Well, I mean, Chip Kelly isn't long for the NFL. If, you, if Chip
2: if, Kelly needs to
1: go. His style me, of play
2: does not Well, work. he had two
1: 10-6 seasons to start his career. He did. So and it so looked him. really exciting. And it, it doesn't. Something's amiss, because his offense isn't doing anything amazing yeah, well, I don't think he has the personnel, to be honest with you. Well, he was in control of the personnel when he decided to go with Gabbard over Kaepernicker. Right. even deciding to go with both of them mm-hmm. as a thing. It's just, for, I think that he's going to be in the in the college game soon again, especially with openings at big schools like yeah. Notre Dame could open up, and LSU and, and USC. I wouldn't be shocked to see Chip Kelly I think on. his temperament is
2: better suited for college. Just, he's used to dealing with college players. Yeah. I think that it's more impressionable with the um, type of players he's dealing with, I think that there's a connectivity issue in the NFL.
1: And I also think his his system is probably more suited to the college game. And we're seeing that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that too.
0: All right, the Jags beat the Bears 17-16. That's a big win for the Jags. I mean, that division's not looking too good. No one's really running away with it. So. The Jacksonville
1: saved themselves. They got a, yeah. a, a score late in that one. Very late. That, that was very late. And that was big. And Blake Bortles looked terrible again. And...
0: Very they're, disappointed in him this year.
1: Yeah, everyone's looking for in a big offense. step from them, yeah. but they haven't taken it. I think their defense has some players, and I'd like to see another year of growth. I'm not sure that he's the future. For that's that's my thought. I they're thought just, he was. I thought he was. Yeah, I, I think that they're just lucky to be in the right division. Yeah, even though Houston's got you know the lead in that division. I
0: agree, Jill. Your Rams lost to the Lions 31-28. Yes, Bit they it down did. For me. That was
1: a great game. <laughs> um,
2: you know, I it was painful. I thought the Rams had it in the bag.
1: You did, and then you I remembered did. that Case Keenum was the quarterback <laughs> and, and Jeff Fisher's the coach. Can I
2: tell you that I don't even know the Rams' quarterback's name,
1: Case Keenum? Really? What kind of fan are you? Can I a new one?
2: That, <laughs> a new one who doesn't understand how you can have the number one draft pick and he's yeah. not seeing any field time and just not really. The Rams have been impressive in spurts, but I think it was you last week, Mike, that was saying you don't think that it's real. No, it's not. It's clearly so. I mean. No, it's not. I don't know. There's. I kind of feel like I can't even look forward to them growing because it just sort of feels yeah. like they're treading water. Until
1: Goff gets on the field. C- currently, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think, realistically, that the Rams will never be a serious contender for anything until they get rid of Jeff Fisher. Because Jeff Fisher's whole career... Has been about being mm, yeah. mediocre, mm. and yeah, he's that's right quiet. there. Yeah, that's fine. That's <laughs> right. I'm just calling it the way it is. Yeah, he, he's he, they're three and three. They'll probably end the season. The Rams will end the season somewhere between seven and nine and nine and yep. seven. Probably eight and eight, yeah, and and that's how it's going to be. And they're going to win a game that you think that they should lose, and they're going to lose a game that they should win. And their quarterback is Case Keenum. It doesn't make any sense. They had the number one pick. They chose Jared Goff. He can't get on the field,
0: especially yeah, with Dak playing the way he's playing and uh, right. Carson playing the way that's he's just, playing. That just
1: well, that just makes K- it Cody worse. And, and, and Cody Kessler is yeah. playing. That makes it worse. But it shouldn't matter what anybody else is doing. You have the first pick in the draft. You don't have a guy in front of them that's good. Get Jared Goff on the field. Yeah. He can't get on the field. Like I don't he understand this. He needs to get this. some snaps in. You I, actually had a cool tweet. Of course. Oh, I retweeted it. I've been pushing this idea Tell that, right. that Tony Romo should get traded to the Rams. Oh. And I understand that they used a lot of draft picks already to get to Jared Goff. But Tony Romo is the perfect quarterback in L.A. I get that he has issues staying on the field and being yeah. healthy. But if you put Tony Romo on the Rams right now, they're immediately interesting. That's it. That's I don't know how it turns out, but they're interesting because Tony Romo's a heck of a lot better than Case Keenum. He's a big name. This is L.A. You're going to get the fans in the seat. They're going to be contenders. That's that. That would turn for to me. I think the Rams would be contenders and not pretenders right. if they had Tony Romo. And if you're so if, if you're so worried about Jared Goff needing time to groom, this is the perfect p- person. Put Tony Romo in for a couple of seasons, and then when Rome, when he can't play a and Goff's ready, seasons. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, do you think that Jared Goff is playing next season? Because at this rate, I don't think that Jared Goff's getting on the field. for like, They don't seem high on it at all. Like, they, it seems I mean, like he's don't. supposed to sit for a couple seasons. I think they think Which they made a mistake on
0: him.
2: I, on. I think so too, because the fact that he is just glued to the bench doesn't get doesn't even seem involved when he's on the sideline watching the games. I mean, it just it seems off putting. Your idea with Romo, obviously, because he shouldn't see the starting field again. Well, but, because um, Dallas,
1: Dallas. Is developing their young. Question. They have Dak Prescott. He's been incredible. Obviously, everyone is suggesting he should stay. That's fine. Tony Romo's a really good quarterback that yeah. can't be forgotten here. You could say he's injured. He's delicate. That Tony Romo was a top quarterback in the NFL. And for LA, they have a new team. They want to be competitive. They they have a quarterback that's young. They're not putting on the field. Tony I would go out and try to get Tony Romo. And I think there's a chance that they could if they were willing to offer the right picks. I'm not saying give up your next two firsts yeah. or anything crazy, but. I think Jerry Jones also would, he loves Tony Romo. He's not going to do it. Well, if he was going to trade Tony Romo, I think he would give them the opportunity. Like, okay, L.A., that's a good situation for Romo. Yeah. You're in L.A., entertainment capital. Uh, you've got opportunity. And the Rams, like I said, I think with Tony Romo, that's a contender. Why is it on no one's radar? Because trades don't usually happen. In that and the NFL too. trades don't happen that frequently. Yeah. That's true. But it should be. I, yeah. don't, I don't care if it's on anyone's radar. I'm trying to put it on the radar. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. The Titans beat the Browns 28-26. Like you said, that's your sleeper team. In the, the-, the Titans, that's yeah. R- yeah. And that, not because I think they're that good. Right. Just the I just think it's a division, threat, and, and I, division. I was really excited about that when I thought Houston was going to lose before they made that comeback. Yeah. But I still think, I think Tennessee's going to win that division. I don't think they're that good, but I think DeMarco Murray's been great. Yep. was pretty average. I don't like Mike Malarkey, their coach. They're just are in the right division. I think they're going to get to eight wins just by chance. And I think that's going to be good enough because I don't trust in any other teams in that division. I trusted the Colts, and I thought that less. I trust Andrew Luck you know, well, and nobody else. I
0: trust Andrew Luck, too. But, I mean, you had a two-touchdown lead. We can talk about that game right now. they go down to uh, yeah. the Texans
1: 26-23. In overtime. In it's overtime. terrible loss. Have two, right. You have two touchdowns with you. You know what? and during the game at the end they were playing to not lose exactly. at the end exactly and, and you that's how lose you, when you play, you play, not, play not to yeah. lose is when you lose so they deserved it that cost them their cheese in my mind i, th- I agree and cuz they if they win that game they're right there exactly and everyone's three and three it's, they're right there and yeah. now i think they're they're done but i mean andrew luck is that team and nobody else i mean although Navis is back and he's been yeah. on in the, se- the second day so Jill, titans texans colts out yeah. of those three who you got jesus
2: um i would go with the texans Okay, okay. I mean, there's I mean, I mean, a the thing. Reasons. I'm lukewarm on all three, right? <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Just being, I mean, look at what's happening. I still think that the Colts still are reeling internally from some of those conversations that happened early in the season. You know, the, Andrew Luck is just there. He's solid. But to your point, what else is happening around him? Right. The Titans, I, they're not a team I pay attention I'm to. I'm
1: most worried about Andrew Luck's career. This is a guy that this is a guy that we should be seeing play big time games. Special and yeah. He's special and he's gonna be I, I'm I'm not worried just about this season. I'm worried about the future in Indianapolis because they don't have a future. They don't have like these young guys all around them where you could see them building. They're regressing. Do like they don't yeah, have I mean, a line. They don't have a that's line. Fine. They, yeah. they they have some athletic players, but yeah. you could put anybody around Andrew Luck, he'll make them better.
2: But do you think that that is a testament to how the NFL is going now, where there's only like 10, maybe 13 teams? I that think it's are...
1: a testament to the terrible job that the general manager and H. that the coaches have done there to really diminish what they had. They've gone the wrong way with Andrew Luck as far as talent and they team. They bet
2: the farm. Yeah. They Jetson paint. I mean, and they, were,
1: they were in the NFC Championship the, game two years ago. They're going the yeah. wrong way. They definitely are. And that's unfortunate because Andrew Luck's a stud. Yep. Your Dolphins. Beat the Steelers. It's such a Miami thing. You know, I can't I even get excited did about it. Not expect that at all. No one did. But, but that isn't
2: that just. We because can chalk
1: it up as a fluke victory. That's right? that's the yeah. that was the Pittsburgh was in Miami. They were at the club yes. late. <laughs> I got the they scene. went to the no, club no, late.
0: They yes. can't go to the club. Yes. They went they to have, the club yeah. late. Guaranteed. They have no,
1: no, They're not, not in Miami. Not, there's a, You know what? Pittsburgh does this every season. There's usually one game where they lose, and you're just like, "What happened? You have no idea how it happened. I think that was the game. Although I was impressed by Jay and the, and the I don't ball- think you're getting that again though. No, I mean 200 yards. No, yeah. Of course not. But his he he ran well, and I was impressed by uh, Adam Gase. I, I like him as a coach. I think he's going to build something over time. I don't think it's this season, of course. Yeah. But he's he's making some moves that I like. So we'll see. All right. Uh, Brady continues his hot streak. 35-17
0: over the Bengals. Patriots doing Patriot things. Patriots are you know they're the, the cream Patriots
2: of uh, the the
1: AFC. And
2: Front got his first spike. Gronk, yeah. he finally, Gronk, he finally, he
1: finally was. I mean, the last two weeks he's been really good, but this week he was especially good. And the the Patriots are they're the giant, of course. They're just there so dominating. You, and I'm more worried about the Bengals. Uh, they they're not going anywhere to me. This is a team they're that gone. coming into the season was yeah. one of the top teams that everybody's looking at, and now you have to wonder if they're even going to get to the playoffs. Yeah.
0: Um, Jill, I mean, you called this one Saints forty-one, Panthers thirty-eight. What's going on in Carolina?
2: I think that it's Super Bowl hangover. Cam is very petulant, so when things start going his way, it seems like, you know, dark cloud snowball. You yeah, know, yeah. like when you see a toddler have a tantrum and then just, like, they need to take a nap and they'll be back refreshed and rejuvenated. <laughs> I kind of feel like that's what's happening with Cam. Just, they can't get it together. Um, the pieces that they lost in the off season affected them more than what they expected. I know that they were kind of trying to Attribute some of that to Ron Revere and his system, but obviously they're missing things from their offensive line. It just isn't coming together. It's not their season. So, boop. Well, my thing with Cam is like, you can't act the way he acts in a press conference and not think that your
0: team's not feeding off of that energy. I mean, I don't care if you answer questions to the media. I mean, people make a big deal out of that. Like, it's your obligation to answer the media. And I don't really think it is. It's whatever you're your own person. But at the same time, the energy that he's giving off to his team is almost—he's
1: their leader, so yeah, they're going to look to him. They're for feeding leadership. off of that. I don't, yeah, yeah. like,
0: it's, yeah. it's, I don't
2: think he flip, realizes that. Is it a flip side of passion? Is it just because he's internalizing losing, and that's sort of what happens well, with him? I, I wouldn't say he's a sore loser.
0: No one likes to lose, right? And that's okay. I, it doesn't bother me that he's acting that way. But I think you have to have a positive message with it. You know what I mean? you can still kind of get up there like, man, we lost. But at the same time, you know,
2: say, we're going to turn this around. I believe in my team. You know, we have the players to do so. And he just doesn't do that. I still feel like he's also too struggling because he was so heavily criticized last season. And I know he says he's built for it. Yeah. But I feel that he tried to change certain elements of his personality to make it a little more benign. And I think that it impacted him on the field as well, even though some of those things are just things that Cam does. Cam being Cam. Yeah. My Giants,
0: 27-23 over the Ravens. Odell Beckham finally breaks out. 222 yards, two touchdowns. And a
2: proposal. He's getting he married. the net.
1: He's getting married to the net. Congratulations, And then, guys. you know,
2: a little Marvin Gaye moment on the field. Uh, he took it down. I gotta say,
1: Odell Beckham is super talented. And when he's <laughs> on the field, he does awesome things. But... Whatever he's doing off the field and on the sidelines is a joke. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. First of all, I have no faith in the Giants anymore. Their coaching staff is a joke. Uh, ben McAdoo has no control of that team. Yeah. He doesn't say anything to anybody when anything happens bad. You could tell he has no control. He, like, he's uh, allowing this to go on, and you can't tell me that that team is going to do things when Beckham scores a great touchdown, by all means. A play that probably only he can make, yeah. and then goes, the
2: penalty.
1: goes to the sidelines, and... and I'm all for fun celebrations. This whole this whole net thing is tiring. I think it should end right now. Enough. It, it, that was it's, the last it's, one. It, yeah. It's such a it's it's, done. it's such a sh- it's all about me. That's yeah. all he was doing. Like he could have scored the touchdown, done some cool celebrations, and he just the whole net thing is like I don't even think it's funny. I think it's stupid to be yeah. honest. But besides that, it's just a bad look for the whole team. It's just all about Odell, and it should be all about Odell winning the game and being awesome. And then it just seems like there's something else there to him. He's so, you said petulant earlier. I think that Odell Beckham is super petulant. It's all about him. He couldn't just win the game and be stoked with his team. It was more like he's doing like the lay down and the, and the proposal and the move. And I get it, maybe one yeah. time, but like last week, this week. It's and enough. the way he's doing the
0: proposal, too. I mean, just,
1: just the whole meat, all the media. Is around him? It, it just, I, I don't think I've ever seen something
0: yeah. like that on the sidelines while the game was still going on, where everyone just rushing to get a picture of what Odell's doing. I just
1: think it's a bad look because I think the Giants are going to veer off course. I yeah. think they are veering off course because they should have won that game easy. Yeah. And the Ravens are not a good team, in my opinion. And it's just. I think you're going to get to the point later in this season, and you're going to be like, "How did we get here?" And this is how you got there because Ben McAdoo doesn't make his main player stand up for his actions and just tell, like, "Don't do that." That's just silly. The Redskins 27-20 over the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Eagles slipping. Redskins on the way up. Yeah. Do you guys expect this trying to continue, Jill? What do you think?
2: Um, that was an interesting game for me. Yeah. Um, it, I. The Redskins are a team that you never believe in, but you know they're going to slip into some of those unconventional wins. <laughs> yeah. No, really, that yeah. it's just going to kind of happen for them and come together. Um, I still think that they will lose it in the end. Okay, that, that's just it. I think that they will come. That they'll have this little jelling come together, but by December, I feel like they'll start to come back apart. I don't believe in them.
1: I think they're both going to be competitive the rest of the season. The Eagles, they have the rookie quarterback. Yeah. He's still playing well. I believe they're, more in the
2: Eagles I, than I would the Warriors. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the
0: Eagles, I think they're a legitimate good football team. I just think people got carried away a little bit yeah, the first three weeks. But I still think they're good and he can contend. Definitely I think anyone in the NFC East can both contend. Both of those teams are competitive. Them. Yeah. Um, so, the Chiefs, 26-10 to 10 over the Raiders. That kind of shocked me.
1: Yeah, that was the one thing that didn't surprise me this week. I actually thought the Chiefs would win because Andy Reid off of bye is something like 15-2. and two. Yeah. He's really good he off a of bye. And I still like the Raiders. I like the Raiders in that division. I think yeah. I talked about that. And they're right there. But the Chiefs off a of bye, Andy Reid is is going to have that team prepared. And they're going to they're gonna be right there. Yeah, they got I, Jamal Charles back. They did. Spencer yeah. Ware was incredible. I wouldn't be surprised. This might sound outlandish if Denver's the third best team in that division by the end yeah. of the season. We'll okay. see. But... All right, and then uh, Cowboys, big win in Green Bay, 30-16. to
0: Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, these are two rookies, man. They're taking over the NFL. They're 5-1. People are talking Super Bowl with this team if they stay together.
2: Dez still isn't bad. Dez isn't bad. Yeah,
0: the defense has been Des? playing do solid.
2: You, do you think that Dez gets traded this offseason? No. I don't know. No? No. God, no. no you don't trade Dez Bryant. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Do you think? No, I, I just... No chance. My question is, I just... Think that with the development of some of these players, I don't know if Dez's ego is going to be able to no, handle that. And he, I feel like
0: I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but you see him on the sidelines; he's happy for everybody. I, he's clapping. He's pumped.
1: Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys yeah. were ma- like Dez Bryant was made to play on the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, yeah. and for D- Jerry Jones' team, he's the perfect cowboy. But that's a great team. We're gonna have to see what happens with the Romo uh, Dak thing. There's still a couple of weeks. Everyone's saying Romo should get his job back. Yes. We'll have to see what happens over the next couple of weeks. I'm more uh, concerned about the Packers on the flip side. I told you I don't like what they Mike McCarthy's good. doing. Aaron Rodgers doesn't look great. He doesn't look good. They don't. They're not, I don't mean, think they use Lacey properly. No. Uh, Jordy's, not having, uh, Jordy's playing okay. Still
0: coming back from that yeah. injury. So they're... Cobb is not being – I don't think they're using their players correctly. Yeah. But that's just my take on
1: it. Sure. And then last game, Seahawks 26-24. Snuck it out over Atlanta, who's who's a real team this year. They should have won that game, yeah. Atlanta, but they got a, a terrible pass interference call against that wasn't called. Uh, Richard Sherman basically holding Julio's right. arms, right? And that pick Le- pick by Matt Ryan cost him. Yeah. So that's, that's a good team, though, Atlanta.
2: But the Seahawks all branded together at the end, you know, when Richard Sherman yeah, was going off on the yeah. main sidelines. So I think maybe that was just a little teamwork confusion jumping off. All home.
0: right. Well, that was our week six wrap-up, guys. Thanks for joining us. That was the Jets getting demolished by the Arizona Cardinals 28-3. to uh, 28 to 3. Guys, hopefully next week we get know, something better. We get something better. Who do we have next week? We got,
1: I'm gonna look it up. Can't be worse than tonight.
0: Thursday's Houston
1: sweet. at Denver. Big mm. game. Brock Osweiler's back. Womp.
0: I'm not really excited so. about that. Excellent. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for joining us. I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore
2: Rodriguez underscore. And for the record, I have the Broncos next week. I'm Jill Monroe. You can find me at Stiletto Jill or JacksonStilettoJill for all your sports and pop culture gossip. It's
1: my favorite blog on the web. <laughs> my yeah. name is Mike Orby. You can catch me on social media. let talk football at Mike Rips M I K E R I P S. Special thanks to Jeremiah Ileson. Thanks for joining us. And draft
2: it NFL Network.
0: See you next week.